0: Hello there, beautiful people. Uh, what's up? My name is Hootie. Welcome to Set Stories Podcast, everybody. Uh, Charles, uh, we have someone who's you know been a stranger to this podcast a little bit. What's his name again? Jonathan.
1: John. Uh, I started with the J. Uh, or is very it James? Name. Is it he, James? That does sound.
2: Um, <laughs> it's whoever they put me down for the credits, I guess. <laughs> Jonathan assuming, is back, everybody i how bad these booze are. I t- keep telling them that they'll probably put the ADR um, studio that replaces all the bad sound that they have. Now. Oh no! we <laughs> are gonna choose to shoot by a freeway or a fucking airport or by you know train tracks. See, or everybody's even
0: recently, everybody's co-host favorite co-host is back. What? How, how you been, Johnny?
2: Oh, Johnny? Well, I've been busy, but you know I, I have a lot more juicy stories now.
0: I know. Especially, I can't
2: wait. Oh man, gonna- I gotta tell you. We're going to
0: dedicate it. a whole episode to you, to but John. that is like, yeah. to so I can rant and
2: then people think I'm crazy. And never hire me again.
0: Oh my God. No, no never. You're <laughs> the best. But today we have an awesome guest.
1: Amazing. The reason he's a good friend of mine and I, I can't stress enough how much I appreciate Kyle Hardesty for coming on. He was, um, I met him, um, uh, in my early grip days when I was still, I'd like to say learning and like a baby. Um, I met him through a mutual friend um, with the Light Ninjas, Mr. Lee Narby. Um, Great, amazing guys. Um, And Mr. Kyle actually uh, continued to dealt with me and he hired me for some of my best jobs. Actually, we worked on a really good feature last year that he got me on. And I think that was the last time we worked together. Um, So thank you, Mr. Kyle,
3: for coming on. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Um... So what's yeah, up, what buddy? was the what was the first crappy one we did? I mean honestly. the first <laughs>
1: crappy one. Oh God um, <laughs> uh, so my- oh my God okay. banning banning?
3: Oh, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it was it was some lifetime movies, but uh, those weren't really crappy. Oh, we were God. just that was where I learned about the they the work? cheese sandwich. Um, <laughs> they <laughs> cheese.
3: What
2: they were horrible. Okay. Yeah, we
3: were, yeah, everybody's more hours down and then we for some reason the grip department made um what was it like cheese and ham quesadillas or some crap like
1: yeah. that. Oh you yeah, was a God. cheese maker on set. Yeah. And I remember I working see. with you guys on the walkie I kept hearing, "Hey, get the grilled cheese. Get the grilled cheese." <laughs> and I awesome. thought it was a grip part. I thought it was like a, I'm like, "Look, I'm like literally looking in the crates for like something called the grilled cheese and I googled it. I'm like, "What the fuck's a grilled cheese?" And then I remember Ryan goes on the walkie and he's like, hey, Charles, would you like some bacon on your grilled cheese? And I'm like... You guys you
0: had bacon? <laughs> Holy crap. We did,
3: yeah. They, they went to production. They're like, yo, we need ham, bacon, a ton of cheese, and some uh, wow. bread, or loaves of bread. That's or like maybe, first
0: yeah. class. That's awesome.
1: Well, that's the treatment you get when you work with the light ninjas, which is great. Um, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> yeah, Mr. They-
1: Kyle, please, tell us about yourself. What do you do? What do you want to do? Why are you doing this film stuff?
3: Uh, Well, I, I'm originally from San Diego, went to school at Full Sail, um, say what you will about that. And then I came to LA to make movies. And so, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, what do you do? And you're like, oh, I can name the 20 things I tried to do and failed at, or wh- <laughs> yeah. which, which one do I do? <laughs> um, right. But yeah, I guess at this very moment, I'm still gripping electric, sadly.
1: Hey, represent.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's a juice. lot of
0: hard labor. My goodness,
3: yeah, it is, yeah, and I'm getting older, so I'm seeing all these spry 20 year old kids who are like, I don't mind getting three hours of sleep and getting (laughs) like destroyed by the, yeah, greed of the production. And I'm like, oh, well, I uh, I die every day, so I can't do that.
2: (laughs) Oh, you
1: gotta love them though. But don't you want to direct? I remember, um, you were sharing with me a couple of your directing experiences, and I even was with you for one of those not marvelous directing experiences um, that you've done that you
3: Okay, so writing still passion, I love that. And I still want to be a writer. That would be, that's my ultimate cush job because you can move wherever you can do it. And uh, if you blow out your back doing yard work, let's say you can still write, you know? So you <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: I blow up my back as a grip. It's like, well, uh, have fun. See ya, mm-hmm. like you're, you're gone uh Walmart's hiring I guess but yeah so (laughs) I I moved to LA to get my uh greeting at Walmart uh certificate but yeah so (laughs) I I wanted to direct originally but man I I don't want to say it broke me but I did three separate like EP was also main actor and also had story idea and so I was like okay so I, I meet up with that person and then uh yikes yeah it's like they they destroy you with uh the way they're psychotic i guess and they don't know Mm. what they're doing and so the you give direction you do you got to blame yourself a little obviously but and you're inexperienced at the time yeah
1: for accepting the job
3: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) that's where it starts for sure but yeah so i i was like oh this is uh not so didn't turn out good the product sucks and all i got is yelled at and i tried my best so I buy a book on how to direct and I watch videos that didn't help me at all. So I was like, okay. So I did like two more. They also failed. They were trash. And I realized, yeah, you have to either have professional people and a budget or it's, or or, or expect your limitations because I, I was trying to make big shiz. Are we allowed to cuss on that? Yes, Sorry. absolutely. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I, I was trying to, I had uh, aspirations of this big video and then I had like $500 to make it. So, you know, obviously it's like, yeah, you're like I got a bounce card here, and we're shooting a nighttime scene. Let's do mm-hmm. this. Yeah. yeah, it's like you're not. It's gonna look like trash. That's what it is. <laughs> and yeah, so that I got out of that. No more directing for me, I, unless you guys are hiring and paying good. I'm <laughs> well, but but yeah. also,
0: but also, you got it. Like being a director is super hard. I mean, everyone knows that it's the captain of the ship, right? But you yeah. also have to have like your homies behind you. Like you got to have support. If if you're the only one on set that's like believing in your vision it's not really going to work out you know you have to have the dp behind you you have to have people behind your back so and that's yeah. hard finding the support trust me i know
1: the the right people to work with man yeah. We gotta find our vilmos Zygmunt, steven spielberg we gotta find <laughs> our billy blitzer um i forgot who used to use him richard cox alfred hitchcock we gotta find mm-hmm. those guys <laughs> we gotta have those there's actually a book out there called that the collaboration Um, a history in film, the collaboration between the DP and the director. And they talk about um, the relationships between cinematographers and directors. Um, But it takes a while to get there. You know, like we've been doing this for how long, Mr. Kyle? um, God, the years go by. And yet I I feel like we're just now finding like the crew we want to work with. Like Kyle helped me on my shoots. Set stories. He actually helped with the, the pilot episode. Thank you. Nice. So yeah, and it's like, and same with you, Hooty. Like you, you know, we all work together whenever we can. Um, but um, with uh, with that, Mister Mister Kyle Hardis, did you um, do you have any like uh, w- with the Lightning? Ninjas, how did you get involved? I really wanted to ask you this because the Lightning is a lighting company um, with Lee, um, and that's how I met you. with With you guys were like a crew. You know, you guys were like family. You guys shot films in Oklahoma, I think. Like I never did East, that. Right? Yeah, they okay. I did
3: a few out of states. I didn't do any of those. When when did you run into
1: them, and how'd you get involved with with gripping and and all that?
3: Well, um, so I guess my original thing. I I started. I hmm, okay. How far back do we go? <laughs> it was the summer of eighty seven. <laughs> no, 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 I won't do that. But. Um, I, I Well, I want to talk crap about somebody. I won't name them, but okay. So <laughs> we'll, we'll start with the crap talk. Yeah. Okay. So um, basically there's this lady that's been in a, a family friend, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. And she's off doing her thing. And then she becomes a producer of this, uh, of um, uh, a, sh- a TV show, right? On... Oh, I don't know, some cooking channel, we'll say. And then, um, so I was like, oh, that's pretty big. So I, got, uh, I, I didn't ask her for any hookups. I went did my school, came back to LA. And now I'm like, okay, I'm fresh off the boat. I don't know what the hell's going on here. So I was like, okay, so hey, can you, uh, I talked to my mom, she talks to her. It's like, yeah, yeah, she'll show you around. I was like, dude, awesome, I got my shoe in. Uh, also, screw everybody who thinks they're the shit in LA. But anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, yeah, No, yeah, no <laughs> cheers. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so I'm like, okay, cool. So I meet up with her and she's like, here, let me show you around my office. Dude, it was just a like, look at me a moment in her life. It wasn't oh, a God. like, I'm gonna help people. So she's like, here, this guy's in charge of this. And I'm like, cool, I shake their hand. Like, uh, Can I get, you know, like. I'm trying to like, can I, he hire me now, you know, in my head. And she's like, get his emails. I'm like, all right. So I went and got like 10 people's emails and I got showed around. I got a stupid like tour basically of her, of how cool she is. And at the end of the day, I didn't get crap. So I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. So I hit her up again. She's like, make sure you email them. So I email people. I'm like, hi, I don't know anything. Cause I'm out of film school. Can you hire me? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? So, yeah, anyway, so I'm true. like, all right, so that doesn't work. I go to a bar with my friend that I came back, uh, moved here with, and which uh, he's like super successful now. So, good on him. A little envy. But um, anyway, so we go to this bar, and we're just like, this is like three days after that lady showed me around. And we're just talking to some random strangers and this chick comes over and she starts talking to us and she ends up being a cool cat. And we're like, we tell her our story. She's like, oh, I know that lady. I was like, what? She's like, dude, I work for her. And so the lady that I'm talking about as a producer who has all the power and didn't hire me. And then the lady who I'm talking to at the bar is a cam op. And she's like, dude, I'll get you on work. When are you free? And me and my friend are like, dude, we're free anytime right now. She's like, okay. Two days later, that girl hires us as a PA on uh, wow. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, I was like, "What? Some stranger in a bar?" Oh I mean, god. I name dropped and that hooked it up. But it's like, dude, strangers in a bar are better connections than like family friends who are the highest positions, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Oh my <laughs> god, that <laughs> is so funny. Yeah. That
0: is so funny and very true. Very true.
3: Yeah, yeah so you, it's so weird. You never know. Look at this, dude. Cat, get out of here. <laughs> you hey, he want to come in? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had a dog. The last one. Uh, but no uh god what you said in film school i just want to touch this in film school they say oh find your network find your people and they tell you to do for my you know they tell you to do what you just did get emails email producers blah 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 but Mm -hmm. the same thing they don't do shit but until but until you literally go to a bar or literally go somewhere (laughs) like you're like oh you make a decision uh i'm i guess i'll go to a bar with you whatever and then that's how you got your connects. Like, bro, the stories, that's bro. That's like the universe yeah. was, was getting yeah.
3: in. Yeah, it is. And actually, that's like a lot of actors. If you hear the beginning of their like tale, it's like, I was living by myself with a dollar in my wallet in a van, you know? And you're like, oh, shit. And that's like, what do you know? Oh, I'm a multimillionaire like Jim Carrey. You're like, oh, okay. Weird. Uh, but Tyler yeah, this success story is crazy. But you do have to put in your time. You do have to put in your dues for sure. Yeah.
1: What did you say, John, in that set stories interview?
2: Which
1: one? Uh, uh, The one, the video we did. Woo! The video we did. uh, But your story was really incredible about you meeting that person at the bar.
0: Oh yeah. oh yeah right
2: then, yeah uh, he told me eat shit first eat better later yeah and then <laughs> now it's just like yeah and then the funny part is I was telling them that like we were hanging out during COVID times we were at a bar illegally because the bartender opened it up for us so there was only five of us there and luckily the bartender now she's working uh, art department because she's now involved in the entertainment industry and I remember her coming up to me and was like oh go talk to this guy at the end of the bar he's a focus puller and then like, that's when he gave me the advice. He's like, yeah, you're going to be working on shit shows. You're going to be, uh, you know, working for pennies on the dollars. But remember he goes, eat shit first, eat better later, invest in your gear and your time and your knowledge and eventually it'll pay out. And he was even telling me like, you know, he was only off for uh, that day that we were at the bar and tomorrow. And he said the rest of the month he was working and he was telling me he makes about 900 bucks a month. Or uh, yeah. nine hundred a day. A okay, day. I was like uh, wow, uh, nine hundred uh, a day. A day, a <laughs> day. Like, he bad.
3: sounds like he's still eating shit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what was it? No, he told me he makes about nine hundred a day, and I was like, holy shit, this dude's working twenty eight days at nine hundred dollars a day. Oh yeah, yeah. especially yeah. if it's on those like
3: six month, uh, like uh, union shows or whatever. Yeah. yeah well, he
2: was telling me too that right now he's uh, pulling focus for the new Jackass movie. So okay, nice. Yeah, and I was just okay. like, wow, yeah, you know, at least he gave me some good advice and you know I was working for pennies on the dollar doing sound and now it's just like I'm moving up the ranks and I'm actually denying jobs now like that don't pay you know the rate that you know is kind of standardized
3: do yeah what a good feeling when someone calls you they're like hey can you Destroy yourself
2: for like two fifty a day, and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. like uh, I I like the feeling. You're like,
3: nah, nah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it feels good. I I, I I just kind of like hang up and wait until they call again, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just block. Like where's yeah. <laughs> please? exactly. Yeah. Avoiding oh, produ-
1: avoiding the bad productions. You know, when you yeah. avoid the bad ones, the good ones come in. Literally. Yeah.
3: yeah, I yeah. You know what's weird it's scary, but I have noticed it's weird. I know it's not like there's no science behind it, but mm. I do remember. Doing that, like I did a bunch of like 600s, so I was like, okay, cool. And then I, you know, you have like a little bit of a nest egg, and then someone calls you with like a 300 or a 250. Uh, by the way, I'm grateful for all work, by the way. I'm not talking crap about anybody, yeah. That. That's like if you're making 150 a day and you're paying rent, who cares, you know? But um, yeah. I mm, my cat's killing my ADD right now. Sorry, I should have put her in another room. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, we love it, it's it's good, yeah, background yeah. promise, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just, I, I think you got to appreciate everything, but yeah, I noticed when I was like, all right, I'm going to say no to these like five people that offered me 300, which is still not bad. And then, uh, then other people will call you with like four fifties and more. And you're like, oh, wow. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I've not made that 900 a day eat well yet. So. Oh, God. Yeah. Not
0: yet. Not yet. Not you will yet. get
3: there. Yeah. It's kind <laughs> of hoping.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you you got to keep
3: t- working though.
1: Yeah. You got, you got to like fight, uh, what is it? Uh, do I call it the, the job universe where it's like, oh, you. Get rid of one job one bad job and a new one comes in so you maybe have to say no to the 450 jobs the higher paying jobs to get the higher higher paying but you have to take that yeah. risk
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: that's the scariest part like taking that jump into trying to make more money or trying to make a um a job shift like going from like director or going from like dp to director or like camera op to dp um you have mm-hmm. to make those risks the wally fister story <laughs> he tried to be a dp after being a cam op and he almost went bankrupt until Christopher Nolan saw a movie he did and he shot a few movies for him.
0: Oh, wow. Really?
1: Yeah. See, that's yeah. just the luck. <laughs> yeah. The luck. He almost went. Yeah. He, whew, he had a family and everything. Um, how have you been doing since COVID Since your Have I've been working much. Have you been slack Have you been doing any other <laughs> ex- external pro- uh, projects? I know there's some sets that do, that do uh, advocate the Corona um, bystanders and, and all that, but there's some you know, we, some just kind of don't. And I, even like on the last episode, one of our uh, guests, she shared that she she's a camera assistant and sometimes some people don't wear masks on set and she actually goes up to them and say, hey, you need to wear a mask. And, you know, um, do you ever have to do any of that or experience any issues with COVID regulations on sets? Uh,
3: sometimes uh, I, I personally just I, I mean, like I'm in the group where I don't really think i'm gonna die and then i'm also in the group where i don't hang out with anybody old and i don't go anywhere so even if i get it i would just sit home and heal probably and that'd be it so i'm not not really like too scared about it but i get it if i like lived with my grandma and she had like asthma i'd be like oh my gosh i'd I'd flip Mm -hmm. out so so in no way would i ever uh, hold anybody's like actions accountable if anything and if you want to go around to everybody wear a mask i the worst that it could do is make somebody sad they put a mask on but the <laughs> best it could do is technically save a life so yeah. it's like yeah well, uh, well what is that's such it's on. a good yeah so it's, <laughs> it's like well i don't really like saving lives that's the thing yeah yes, but I, so, the, the mask doesn't look hot it doesn't look yeah. cute you restricted my oxygen by five percent i'd rather right. everybody die. <laughs> yeah, well there's so. some like the sets that i've
1: been on they've been uh, luckily they've been extremely cautious like this one they had a I don't know if you've seen the spray gun, but they had literally a COVID officer. He just walked around spraying stuff with this gun. Um, It was like a sanitizer gun. And he kind of stood by the bathroom 80% of the day and he sprayed the restroom down after every person came out. He went and sprayed the crap out of it. Whereas some, they'll have like their producer, some, you know, someone that's not, um, you know, they're not certified or (laughs) COVID you know officer they'll be like okay let me get your temperature and that's it and then you know yeah that's what i start wearing now, yeah. masks but they're not enforcing it's like okay take the temperature that's fine but enforce the mask you know like enforce the cleansiness and all mm-hmm. that because they're like the one that we kind of worked on the director kind of wasn't wearing a mask and honestly that was kind of getting to me because he was like all of the people shit yeah but, like if, you, you know we like with us a mask? he sometimes he was but at times and we're in like a small room you know um and like we you know we we're, we take care of ourselves, we keep our distance and all that, like, only in there, it kind of makes you more cautious about being around, because sometimes when we're doing setups, we're in the way, <laughs> you know, we're just like, do we have to be here, like, run, like, I've been on, like, when I, oh, God, the early days of gripping, I worked with some really, really bad, like, ugh, these guys were just, like, we had to be here, you know. There was just strict guys. They thought they were union, and they they thought had this mentality that they were like the best. And it was like, bro, we're making 150 a day. You went to the same film school as me. Calm down, okay? And they're like, have me be by my side, always be here, just in case I call for something, you go get it. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo, like what? But like nowadays, it's like, bro, you can't have anyone. They call it in your pocket. They just be like, oh, I'll have him in my pocket. He'll be on set with me. It's like, no, bro. You that's can't a do that anymore. It's stupid. I'll have yeah. you in my pocket. And, like, that's that, bro. Like, that's, you know, like, we worked with some assholes that back, you know, back in the day that would take advantage of you. They would be like, I want you in my pocket. Be here at all times. That's case I need
0: horrible. Something. That's disgusting. Did you guys,
3: um, not anymore. You ever see the show Prison Break? Mm-mm. I haven't. No, I, nobody? Oh, <laughs> oh I've God. heard of it, oh. though.
1: I've heard of
3: it. Yeah. Oh, well, then that joke will uh, not even. <laughs> no, no, no. For those people <laughs> who are watching Prison
1: Break and people, yeah. directors if, if watching. If they oh, yeah. get it, they're listening.
3: Well, there's this like kind of crazy, uh, I guess, semi-rapist evil villain guy. And what he does within, whenever he sees like a cute new guy that comes into the prison, he pulls out his pocket, like a bunny ear kind of pocket, and he makes the dude hold on to it. And then he just has to follow him around like his biatch, basically. <laughs> and so i was gonna throw that in as like that's what these uh dps or gaffers want where they they want to basically I, just pull up their pocket you hold on to it and you just follow them everywhere they go and you're their bitch but pretty uh, much yeah. pretty much wow.
1: that would be the, because, now we're gonna see new prison break memes <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, what's
3: it. crazy i met that guy the guy who plays the rapist mm-hmm. i met him on a movie set but he's like an actor he's in a few other things when i met him on the movie set he was transpo I was like, "What?" That's very that? interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. It was well, weird. I guess he got,
3: hes the other side of that leash now. Yeah, it, yeah. It makes so that's another thing is like we we all think like, "Ah, oh, I'm a camo. This is what I do." But it's like, I, I was like, "Dude, you you have to have a lot of money. You're in Prison Break. You did so many episodes." And so I talked to him a little bit, and he just likes it. He's like, "Dude, I like farming." He's like, "I like driving." So this is why he does. So on the side, he just drives transpo trucks around, and then he also acts in movies and I was like that's weird I I almost want to judge him instantly I was like no you have to be a Hollywood elite and then I was like wait (laughs) You're just having fun and living your life. Like, what am I doing? Judy? What are you
1: doing? Yeah. What are yeah, like, That's awesome.
3: Drive Transpo, be a craft services, and then be Tom Cruise if That's you want.
1: That's pretty
3: I cool. Like, <laughs> it, 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 why not? Tom Cruise was yeah. doing craft services. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, see, we would judge him, but it's like, what if he likes doing that? You, you can't really. Don't.
1: We're going to start uh, seeing Tom Cruise doing craft services now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, which Podcast
0: was
3: right. <laughs> yeah. It's predicted. Yes, 2022. My prediction. <laughs> yeah. It'll be oh, Oh, man,
1: that's funny. Uh, Mr. Senior Kyle, mm-hmm. um, since you did bring up the uh, the Tom Cruise um, and you're a grip, so we thought uh, it'd be we try to we try to express the funny um, on the set stories. But I'm going to show you just one image that um, that is set stories related. <laughs> um, but it was it was since we were grips, you know what I mean? I think you'll understand. And some people who are grips, they should understand too. But this is a new, uh, what is it? Movie set memes. Um, for those who don't know, movie set memes are very uh, I think they funny. know who,
0: who that is.
1: Okay. Like, they, they, I'm pretty they, sure
0: people know who movie set memes is. They're, they're awesome.
1: Um, this is one of the newer memes that came out. Um, it was grip related. For those who don't see. Um, if you watch the video podcast, you'll see. But it's basically <laughs> a picture of Joaquin Phoenix uh, dressed as the Joker. And a great uh, headshot of Joaquin Phoenix. And under it, it said, Did you know, in order to play the role of an insane and mentally depressed person in the movie Joker, Joaquin Phoenix worked as a
3: grip for one day? <laughs> for one day. <laughs> that's true. You, you really do want to just like shoot uh, Robert De Niro in the head. For one day head.
0: It's yes. So true. Oh, that's Spoiler, sad.
1: After gripping for a day, it can yeah. With what we were talking about, being in the pocket of someone who's complete
0: uh, yeah.
1: asshole yeah. just tells you to pick up a rock if you if he demands it, that could get you pretty depressed.
0: And you get but, stepped on like he does in the film, and punched yeah, and kicked and
1: exactly.
0: People take your sign away, and it's horrible.
1: Oh, uh, wa- sorry, horrible. Wa- sorry, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, but you know
0: what though that that grip. Uh, word can also be replaced with pretty much any gig on a set.
1: Yeah. other than <laughs> So it works right, on multiple lever- levels. Is, uh, lever's ADs. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Oh geez. That'd probably be like
1: Maniac. Um, I don't know if you guys see, but this is the last one, only since you're a grip. We're grippers. Um, I don't know how true this is. For those who are <laughs> the, the assholes demanding be in my pocket. Give me what I want. Um, those guys are going to get at me They're gonna be like Mr. Seth stories is done. Anyways, there's some good grips. Um, I love, I love the older guys. I learned a lot from them. Um, even some of the hazing's funny, but um, for those, um, if you don't see the screen um, it is grips and what they do, movie set me set it up. Um, it's basically what my wife thinks I do. And it just shows a bunch of guys partying what actresses think I do. And it shows a guy looking into the peek, women's restroom.
0: coughing a field,
1: yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. Cause, cause you're they... looking
3: at them when you're lighting them. You're like, you're staring at them and trying to move the light. And they're like, he's just creepily looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, girl, I'm trying to get the shadows <laughs> off from under there. your eye, get out of here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah your eyes, uh-huh. <laughs> your eyes. Your uh-huh. eyes, I was getting yeah. close
1: with the bounce to your face. <laughs> you're not. Uh, what producers think I do, and it has a picture of money being burnt. Mm-hmm semi true
3: semi true <laughs> semi true yeah, you know
1: um what the dps uh want me to do and it shows an extremely decked out cool amazing camera rig um the joke here is that deep some dps demand they say hey i want a camera on a roof and it's like uh 8 foot ceiling and you know what i mean <laughs> and yeah. it's like what you want the camera on top of the roof
0: in like two minutes,
1: go. <laughs> the two minutes, yeah. go. And it's like an epic, that true story. Um, I had to do that on a feature. I want a camera above and I had to devise a way to do it with what we had. And it was definitely sim- somewhat close to this extreme rate, but on a smaller scale. <laughs> yeah.
3: The worst is the backlight. Because it's like you're in a small bedroom and they're like, we need a backlight. You're oh like, oh my God! Gosh! Jeez. Like I can't. I, if I rip off this roof and tear off half the wall, I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly.
3: But if you want me to shoot like a big one K up behind someone's head, it's like it's in the shot, guaranteed. Yeah, seriously.
1: Like,
3: what do you want oh, me to my do?
1: Would <laughs> you put up, arm it out, arm out the heaviest light? Backlight. And that's the thing is, is, yeah,
3: always over the actress's head. There's over like the hot, a-
1: the hottest light over an actress's head.
3: Yeah, and, hot, then, and then the light.
0: last and then the last minute they're like. Ah, uh, never mind. We're
3: going to change a shot. Yep. Yeah. You know oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. god. You do it. Oh, Actually, yeah. you set it all up, and then after everything's done, you sit back there. Like, all right, let me see it on and off. Okay, keep yeah. it off. Yeah. So it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> so there's still a dangerous piece of metal over an actor's head that's not being used.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Unoff it. Unoff it.
3: Yeah, all that, all the time. <laughs> the rig, exactly. Oh no. And then
0: and then and then who do they blame? Sound. So you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, know like now. Of course. Wait a minute. No, sound doesn't good? get it as bad as uh, like some other departments do
2: uh oh uh you know oh, it's- personal. You Let's make this personal yeah yeah <laughs> I, bring them the sound memes uh, yeah I, I don't have a sound utility or a boom i have to blame on that one usually Ooh,
0: yeah exactly <laughs>
3: i the one i uh, that sound kills me is uh reflections like god damn it you're in the shot and then the other one's the shadow you you shoot all this stuff and then you're like oh they were actually in front of my light so they put yeah exactly both no, <laughs> <double. laughs> you guys other than that though i don't really feel like they're ever really in the way i know some people say that but I don't yeah, think audio's ever in my way, ever, actually. They're pretty, they
2: they watch. They got a
3: perimeter and they're watching around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even
2: was it, I think on the last shoot I was on, they wanted to shoot directly towards a big mirror behind the fucking actors. Oh, God. And I was just like, I'm like, and then like every like 10 minutes the director was like, we see you in the mirror. We see you in the mirror. <laughs> and I was like, you You know, honestly, I'm like, I, I see can't do the next and all this shit. So I walked outside and then like, I was like, we'll run a love story. And then fucking, like, she was like, are you sure? I was like, well, I'm like, this is my silent protest because you guys want to shoot in front of a mirror. (laughs) So I just literally said, like, sound speeds and then just, like, hit the record button and walk away. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. I was
2: like, well, we'll just keep it lobs at this point because, like, you guys didn't plan this out right. Yeah. yeah you know what's crazy though is i've done some editing and i've seen stuff
3: and like lobs are pretty damn good anyways i know the boom's good because you get all that coverage it's great but like yeah yeah i've seen stuff where it is all lobs and then i'm like yeah why did the boom up even have to be here he could be like having a donut over at crafty right now because you all would be work. having a donut at crafty I would. Yeah. you were sound
1: <laughs> I, I would if that's I I was high quality
3: sound i just, <laughs> I
1: just do run like golf, golf. yeah we're good i'll <laughs> Where's the mixer? It's yeah. over there.
3: I got my headphones on though. Red yeah, levels yeah. everywhere. Got I'm like, no,
0: that's hilarious.
3: Yeah, red is good. You want red levels everywhere.
0: Yeah. Oh God, no. Oh
3: Lord. Yeah. There's a reason why I'm not doing audio, obviously. I uh, I can talk the shit, but I can't back it up at all. I can't jump in there and do it.
1: Oh, that's good. The funniness. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was just a, a little shout out to the, to what grips kind of could do, um, mm, uh, what yeah. they do, what we actually do, what people think we do. Cause it's hard to explain, like explain, you know, my, like every time I go home, I'm like, what, what do you do? They ask. And I'm like, well, I do this and this, but like I grip on the side and I'm like, what's gripping? It's like, well, how do you explain? Gripping? <laughs> uh, we push. they build stuff out of stuff. They complain a lot. Um, we do what the DP says. <laughs>
0: and then yeah. we have
1: fun over the walkie with each we other fun, yeah channel eight guys like the funniest walkie <laughs> the fu- i want to do like this, like the funniest stuff you ever heard on walkie man like it's I swear gotta be God. from the
0: grip department you guys, got, it, the, it is. you guys are you guys are so funny
1: channel eight they i hear like every time i want a feature and i and i keep grip like back in whenever i did whatever um and i was like you know key grip or whatever so i, I was the only one messing around most of the time <laughs> especially if it was like a bad set or whatever but the funniest thing on one feature the uh the art department guy had to be funny. So when the DP or when the gaffer said, can I get a 1K light? He's like, can I get a 1K light? And then the art department goes on our channel and says, can I get a blunt?
2: <laughs> <laughs> then,
0: oh
1: gosh. Then, I was the only one who like openly laughed on the walkie. I was like, ha ha, acknowledgement, funny. And then the gaffer comes on. He's like, still still waiting on that 1K light. And the art department goes, goes still waiting on that blunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez like they
3: know. Uh, yeah, the- you know you can just jump in there and say whatever you want, and <laughs> call you out. If you jump on one and say stupid stuff, you get in trouble. But
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: everybody but out eight, there. Yeah. that's why you go to two.
3: Yeah, two everybody. is to anybody, right? That's the hiding yeah. from people one. Yeah, yeah.
2: got nothing nice to say. Go to two. <laughs> that's that really. Yeah. Mm, that's a but idea. sound,
0: but sound is completely uh, private because it's only between us.
1: So sorry, no, one we don't can, no one
0: else can listen in.
1: But Wait, look, we got some really good audio recordings from some c- celebrities because of the audio still recording. So thank right. you, audio people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you got some interesting audio recordings, Mr. S- Jonathan Scott.
2: Oh, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> people
1: taking
3: I- a pee.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I bet that's the worst yeah. <laughs> the affairs that are happening on the set all that stuff and it's just what about like, the crap
3: talk like when they're do you ever hear the crap talk
2: oh yeah and then the worst part is i gotta go over and tell the actor i'm like hey um we heard you and just let <laughs> you know i got context feeding to the video village and oh, also sh- to the director so uh yeah you might want to be careful
0: oh gosh
2: <laughs> yeah and then the, i think the best we ever had was like on one of the sets we had these two girls are running up the steps to uh what was it Um uh, I guess like to the mansion that they're supposed to be entering, and I guess there was supposedly a break, and so that you know they're running up there to see what's going on, and I guess while they're running up the steps, uh, one of the girls farts and goes, "I just farted," and Yeesh. then all of a sudden I'm sitting there just start rolling over laughing as we're doing this wide shot as they're running, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they go and they open up the doors and then they see the director inside the inside the uh, mansion. With the scripty and all the producers, and of course they all have context, so they all heard that. Yeah. Oh, when that's they open so up the door, funny. they just start seeing everyone laughing, and then the girls all like, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed." You <laughs> <laughs> farted, Eed. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, funny. Man. Yeah, nice. <laughs> it's up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so did you guys ever see it. this uh, Tom Cruise one that they made fun of uh, with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? And then no, oh, what my God! Is it?
1: What is it? The, oh, I um, the gotta share it now. Movies, the movie set hashtag movie set memes. Oh, uh, you guys got free advertisement <laughs> on set Stories Podcast. You motivated us to do this, so here you go.
2: Yep. So let's see. Here we go. <laughs> All right, let me da, do it. Da, you guys get it okay. Yeah, yeah, but so. it looks okay. like a That's it's a cool. Christmas
0: tree, right? Okay.
2: So oh, it's right, like right. a video. Santa, your Rudolph, isn't following our COVID safety protocols. You're creating thousands
0: of jobs. And I never want to see it again.
1: Ever. And, and anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. <laughs> oh, No. Poor
0: little elves do Well then who will guide your sleigh tonight Santa
1: No they didn't him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god
0: That is
1: hilarious
0: Wow They yeah.
1: put the mask on him Steve oh, yeah. Colbert bro
2: wow. Yeah I was like what is going on oh, What man. the heck Oh, I, I was rolling when I saw that. I was just like, Why? Oh my god,
1: <laughs> Tom Cruise, you gotta give kudos to him. He's he's right, but he,
2: oh, I know, what? just how he didn't went off on everyone. I was just like, Whoa, man! So, but yeah, he's new... no, he kind of in the right like, Hey, people gotta follow protocol on, Sunday. they do, but yeah. he, it maybe he
1: is a covet officer, maybe he's like under yeah. secretly a covet guy.
2: Oh, no, I know, he uh
3: he's paying a shit ton of his own money because one, he has to pay for all the testing. It's union, all that junk. They're in another Whoa. country too. And then okay. even he put people up on cruises, like some of the crew and yeah, cast. Really. Yeah. So instead of just like a hotel, he's like trying to get them so isolated. They, they're like living on a cruise. So oh, he's books. like, yeah. So he spent a lot of money and I heard also it got shut down. I could be wrong on that one that it actually already got shut down before. So About if you fly all your crew to another country and then like you get shut down a week at a time from this COVID, you're spending so much money on this crap.
0: Oh my god!
3: So I see why, if someone's not wearing a mask, let's say you're like, Holy shit! Like, because it's like as soon as that guy gets one person sick, you just cost like possibly (laughs) a million dollars or more. Gone.
0: I so So, want to make a joke between Tom Cruise and like Cruise and. Cruise, like like a cruise ship and like the like the casting crew like crew but i can't think of a sentence right now tom cruise's cruise got mad at the cruise for not being on the cruise which he paid for
2: (laughs) (laughs) and the memes
0: begin
1: (laughs) Oh, oh that's
0: funny but you know you know what when i like the whole like sound talk got me thinking um when I know I'm on a shit show, whenever the PA comes up to me and I'm sound department, says, oh, do you want a walkie? That's when I know what? I'm like, um, no, what?
1: That's a thing. I,
0: I've been asked that so many times. Sure. Like, oh, are you gonna get a walkie? I'm like, what? That's no, extra why? noise.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> where yeah. am I gonna, where am I gonna- What on channel fall? eight I'm like, and he's asking yeah. for a blood? <laughs> They're in the tank Dude, it's I'm open like, walkie. Like,
0: Do they not know? Like, where am I going to hear it from?
3: Exactly, like seven mics in your one earphone. I only have two
0: ears coming, like, and I need (laughs) both of them to listen to the to the the scene. That's so funny. I don't know if that's happened to you, Jonathan, but
2: Uh, as a boom operator, I did get a walkie, and then I had (laughs) one in my ear, and then the other one had the 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 contact system. Oh my god, God. you
0: accepted it?
2: I accepted (laughs) it because it was a huge set to the point where it's like. They're like, sound, you need to stay outside as we light this thing and everything like that. So literally, I, I wouldn't be able to hear when they would say sound speeds. So that's why at least the, the the sound mixer had a walkie too that he would say sound speeds so that we know that they're speeding too. You, wow. You know, I would do. have to call it out on set.
3: You should pull out your pocket and then say, mm-hmm. get me a PA. No, i'm just
2: kidding yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah and then the pa just holds your pocket and then uh you run around do whatever you want
0: <laughs> oh my god i love it don't you love it don't now you guys
3: have to watch prison break god damn it yeah i
0: know now <laughs> just- i have to we're
1: gonna yeah. put that on the list we're gonna get the guy well if you see that guy again be like hey i mentioned you on Seth Story's podcast you should come on and uh, share some.
3: Yeah. yeah dude what's crazy though is i did get a little fanboy i don't know why he's not that big a deal and i've met a bunch of big ones but I, I met him. He's a pretty much like a nobody, really. And, uh, whoop, well, whoa, that's whoa. Uh, we'll edit that out. <laughs> he's awesome still, though, so okay. No, maybe you can but, come um, on and
1: talk shit about you. No.
3: Um, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I make fun of myself in the story, but I, yeah, I don't you know should. why, because I, uh, I got fanboyed out for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. and uh he did make fun of me so i guess i'm allowed to get some e-e- recognition e-e- here because i went hey and i don't know why but i got so nervous i stutter a little i go hey man my name's uh, um, kyle and he goes <laughs> tile your name's tile i'll call you tile what? and i was like oh, <laughs> yes. and then instantly he like alpha mailed me and i was like i got destroyed by a guy that i Wanted to get a photo with. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's title. on me, dude. That's on me. <laughs> Are I you mean. talking
0: about the main actor from Prison Break? Yeah, the
3: main actor. But he was he was just the transpo at that time, was, you know. But I, I really want to get a photo. Him, and I was like, dude, I, I've seen that show a million times. I love it.
0: But isn't he he also he's also a screenwriter, if I'm not mistaken.
3: The um, the guy who plays um is he a screenwriter?
0: I if if he hold on, I'm gonna look him up, right? Uh-oh. And
3: oh hey, uh,
0: wentworth Dad.
1: miller
3: no no not him oh, oh i wish not i met him. him he's awesome too gotcha, uh, no okay. it's it's the guy who pays the bag his name's teabag in that show <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> he, he has oh, another why.
3: yeah he has a character name where they call him teabag in prison but uh um, it's a prison show
0: guys
3: come on yeah i gotta call him teabag yeah. and he's creepy he's a creepy dude yeah. but uh yeah i don't remember his real name but yeah it was Wentworth Miller. Uh, he writes scripts.
0: Yeah, he wrote uh, *Stoker*, which is a fantastic film. Oh, never seen. That. Um, why? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You should check it out.
3: I know he's in. Uh, I, I locked him in *Prison Break*, and then I think he's in a movie. He is weird. He's very like uh, monotone actor, though. But mm. anyways, he he does that, and then he was in a show. Um, I guess I'm talking shit here, but he was in some. It's a DC show where they time travel. I forget what it's called. Uh, it's on T- CW. I don't know well anyways he plays one of the characters in it and he like got fat to me I don't know because he was like a hot <laughs> young stud when I last saw him in the in the show and so I was like oh dude he's like a, a heartthrob dream here and then also I was like hey you got fat it's like that's, <laughs> I don't what, that's know. what you
0: get from well technically it's well prison break isn't a film thing i was gonna say he goes from film to tv that's what you get <laughs>
3: but, it is yeah oh dude i can i talk shit about a lot of actors actually i i, I watched a, um go for it all right just don't name friend. them though just yeah. say this guy oh, yeah it's true uh, it loses the fun though <laughs> <bless you. laughs>
0: unless they're like uber famous it doesn't matter
3: yeah. no I, it's dumb i'm not gonna go like be a uh, people magazine right now and just like, or TMZ yeah. and start making fun yeah. of that so would that be great, for- though. Yeah. I, 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 I did a project with TMZ. Audio I hate TMZ, God, TMZ's
0: they're- ghetto, yeah. Yeah. they're horrible. Yeah. TMZ, they come
3: on, set stories podcasts. <laughs> yeah, we hate them. If you uh, yeah, we have, we have advertising slots here, though, so <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. I, I just put them out there
1: just to see. It's like if someone from TMZ's listening they'll be like, Wait, yeah, who are these guys? <laughs> oh, I got something to say It's like, all right, come on yeah i'm just kidding oh i did do a project for tmz though that's a whole another set story that is with ludicrous <laughs> i interviewed him aaron paul dean kane oh whoa uh who else who else was there there were some some of the girls from the hills that's
0: oh who true. cares who
1: cares about uh, <laughs> oh my god yeah there were some weird reality stars there but they got paid buku money to show up to this party and then i interviewed Ludacris, which was oh, awesome. a total honor i was like i'm in college for years <laughs> I stole Dude, this yeah. equipment from my production little company I work for in the middle of the desert. <laughs> and what's ghetto about it was I asked Ludacris to take his glasses off because we had a softbox like a little photo light um, and I was like, hey, you're uh, there's a reflection of the light in your glass can take them off. And he, I think he got a little offended. He's like, oh man, I don't want to. He barely pulled them down. I'm like, he's living. <laughs> oh <my God.
2: laughs> He's like, and who I'll are you to
3: direct to me right now,
1: yeah. Yeah, and, I'll, and then the guy's like, no, no, he got to keep him on, he got to keep him on. Like you had the one.
0: guts to tell Ludacris Bridges, I, Chris Ludacris Bridges, he... to, tell, to take your glasses off.
1: <sighs> yes, I had to ask him. Hey, it was for the lighting, I'm like, because I was going to be editing that interview. That don't matter,
0: and... that doesn't matter. Those are like part of his face, those, those people. This, like, I people know, I'm too. sorry Pipple Ludacris. People always wears his glasses. <laughs> I know, but I'm
1: they're sorry. Insecure. But... They're insecure,
0: they're insecure.
1: No, well, he just got done doing a show because uh, he did like a whole concert and we shot it. God, that, that was a fun night. But long story short, I took the equipment from the production company I was working for at the time when I was shooting and editing. And it was all the way in the middle of the desert, which was a two hour drive from the house. When I returned the equipment, I tried to be hidden about it. I forgot the Sennheiser microphone shotgun yeah
2: yeah yeah (laughs) uh
1: i guess i forgot the sennheiser and that was our only microphone shotgun and i left it underneath the bed in the guest house of this mansion and so it's like eight o'clock in the morning i'm returning this gear i'm like i gotta go back two hours (laughs) two hours so i'm driving back i'm like i hope it's there i hope it's there because there was a shoot the next day we need the microphone for and i was like all right i hope it's there And I drive up and I see the party people because they built all this stuff. They like rigged a bunch of lights, all this crap, like a whole stage for Ludacris to perform on. And then um, I kind of snuck back there. I was like, all right, I was in like Mission Impossible 3 mode. You know what I mean? Like trying to like hide behind bushes.
0: (laughs) Bringing Tom Cruise
1: back. (laughs) Yep, Tom Cruise, he's here. And I saw the door was, I was like, I saw the door, I'm like, it better be open or I'm screwed. It was opened. Oh my gosh. Oh man. It was wow. exactly how we left it. So nobody, yeah, I just went out there, yoinked it, got out, I was like woohoo.
0: <laughs> yoinked it?
3: Yeah. <laughs> but oh I mean, God. do you guys, no. do you
0: have another like short story for us or? Uh,
3: I could talk one more about the one we just did the last time we worked together, the big one. We want to talk a little about that. Um, oh. Girls. The momo, up Oh oh the, <laughs> yeah. whoa, those memories whoa, whoa, whoa. are flooding back <laughs> they're funny We're you want to talk to a little bit about that one
1: i actually yeah i showed a couple things about that that was like getting a call for like a mission like hey you want to go to war for six weeks Oh
3: God. yeah <laughs> it was it was like you want to get uprooted for a month and a half get ready
1: yep that was a that was a good one though i was i was really fun of that we worked on a on a film a really good film actually in joshua tree had a great vacation they posted us up in hotels and houses and all that stuff there's However, so many
0: stories in joshua tree go ahead. oh, god. oh god stories yeah no the joshua
1: tree stories the Damn. tortoises I, I don't want to go over the tortoises the joshua tree they have these they're oh tortoises god. land tortoises but they talked literally every day for like 30 minutes in safety meeting that we should not get near these tortoises we shouldn't look at them we shouldn't breathe on them we shouldn't even think about these tortoises because if we do they will die and if they die, you will go to prison for two years and have to oh, pay $1,000. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. And, but worst of all, you have to tell everyone why you're in prison, and it will be because of tortoise murder. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. you'll be holding that pocket in like five seconds.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, I have to really do a prison break right there. A really they they
3: legitly said this in this meeting. That is like a twenty minute meeting every morning of how severe this is. Like they're so endangered, blah blah. They're like, so the tortoise, it, uh, if you if you get too close, it can scare it and die. And then if you if you uh, physically touch it, the human has like an enzyme on it that will also kill it. So you can't even touch the tortoise. So oh I was my like, gosh! Why is this even in existence? This is a <laughs> fragile yeah. piece of crap. Like, what <laughs> oh is are animal doing? <laughs> Yeah, i know this forever but if a human just like touches it it dies like get out of here with that but anyway, so i'm like okay and um so we, we shoot way it. the hell out in this desert and there's only one path in so it was okay uh we have these gators and we have a trucks that we could take but we have like three of these safety officers that just patrol to make sure there's no tortoises also We're they put in- tracking devices on the tortoises so that um they know where they are so basically. it's kind of on them. To, yeah they so,
1: die, it's kind of on them be like bro you weren't tracking them you should have 24 hours yeah playlist. so
3: we should never be able to kill them they know it was, but you can never <laughs> interfere so there was one time where they're like oh, okay everybody be aware that the path actually has a tortoise coming um uh, it's about 20 minutes away we may have to block the road <laughs> dude it's one way in one way out it's 20 minutes
0: away <laughs> oh, yeah like How do you know what's coming." <laughs>
3: So if this Instead tortoise-
0: of hold for sound, hold for tortoise. Hold for yeah. a tortoise, bro.
3: Dude, if the tortoise <laughs> walks near the the pathway, like no one's allowed in or out. So it's like oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Like, oh, too bad. And oh, I have to get more gear. Too bad, or drop footage. Anything like you're oh done. God. You have to wait these for a tortoise. Tor- these
1: tortoises got in the way. Um, Dang. But one. So one thing that I am extremely proud of that we did was that huge stage lighting setup. So. With, with that with that uh, what DPs want us to do uh, set memes I think we did like on that movie we learned a lot from a very uh, a very talented and very kind of like uh, veteran uh, grip um, by the name of Byron. I'll get you know he's anyways anyways he was a great guy but he constructed we had to put I think probably a sum of like 10 lights on mountains. you remember <laughs> the yeah DP oh wanted gosh. 10 lights a whole nother 9k on a hill like all these huge lights on like in the mountains like you look you're like jagged rocks you're like i want to like i want the wow. nine big lights there so we had to build this huge stage this was like a literally like construction crew like we turned we went from being grips of just like shaping light and support and all that to just being straight construction crew now some people you know when you watch movies you see nighttime exteriors hey that's that's a whole mad thing respect, guys. yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah mad
1: respect to the light you know it's 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 pretty fun but like men like sometimes those demands you know they get there and the little little history about the sh- the cinematographer for the shoot he was a cinematographer for the movie Roma we all as some people may know the speculation and all that um as far as getting the best cinematography <laughs> but he people that crew uh that those producers they listened to this dp based off of his reputation which was shooting uh that movie and um we did this huge lighting setup that cost a lot of money a lot of time we had to doing crazy things we had to build a huge 12 by frame on the side of mountains we had to recruit pas we had to teach them how to do this stuff
0: oh my god <laughs> yeah, on the mountain crazy. you
1: know what i mean we're like you guys we got to build this frame <laughs> on the side of the mountain we're not going to get into like the whole pointless it was but when it came down
3: to it (laughs) i want to get into that you want to
1: oh it was pointless we lit for miles remember being on that mountain like bro we can see for miles
3: dude we did so we built and this is a jagged rock like you said it's not kind of safe it's like insanely jagged so you're just like climbing up these random rocks and there's this huge boulder at the top and they built like a 50 by 50 platform so it's just a wood platform with a rail guard all this crap we have like two days to build it right but anyway so we build that <laughs> and we built two of these things one on this so there's, so there's like a divided canyon so one on this side of the canyon and one on this side of the canyon so then we got to bring in these freaking huge generators that got to like try to drive through all this crap so luckily we were grip we didn't have to deal with any of that but um like long story short we had these huge things we had like nine lights on each power all over the damn place all this crap it's pretty much like a $30,000 work light because we didn't even use it for the shoot. A <laughs> wow. $30,000 work light? <laughs> just so we could see Great what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Because, no, it wow. but so it lit up the entire canyon and everything around it. It looked awesome, but then they shot in this little cove area and we still had to like, just go with natural lighting there. I was like, what That was the? the
1: thing. Yeah, they didn't get any wide shots of that. They yeah, just shot in this little didn't. cove area. We even was- had to, we had to put the big diffusion out because the, the director was like, it doesn't look consistent when they turned around. Mm-hmm. So instead of what would have been easy to turn off the lights, they wanted us to do that whole big twelve by twelve diffusion frame. Um, oh my god!
0: But
1: when yep. rap rap party, I'll say this out loud because I'm a cinematographer and I know budget and I I know producing and I I see the bigger picture no matter what. If you know, you should see the big picture. Pay attention. But um, the producer he was like, hey, like, would you think about you know shooting that and doing the lighting setup and all that. Um, we think about the dp i'm like he was great whatever you know it's like well that setup was a little bit too much and he's like really he's like why i'm like well you could have just i just explained like all he did was this this, and this and we could have just done this you know and a bit and i think someone else chimed in on that conversation and the producers were thinking he's like wow well uh that cost us quite a bit because that was a whole day of breaking down that whole setup yeah um that's we had to break down too. all yeah because we had to build this we that's the thing with movies we build stuff but we have to break it down this was like a whole stage Bill, less than a
0: minute. Honestly, I, Kyle, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show. You you are an amazing guy. I just met you and I already, I already want to work with you. I hope you continue to pursue your goal as director if you if you want to. Um, uh, awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show.
3: You you any shout for, out, you're, guys? you're amazing. Yeah, awesome. You're amazing. Hope to see you guys again. You're yeah. Well. Only All right, so- bye, guys. Don't,
0: be- don't forget to follow us on Instagram, set underscore stories underscore podcast, setstoriespodcast.com. Uh, We love you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.